0: Um, all right.
1: Salvation Allah unity, the more science temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. Act one, the grand Sheikh and the chairman of the more science temple of America is empowered to make and enforce laws with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the Moorish Science Temple of America. The the assistant grand sheik is to assist the grand sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Act two, all meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the Circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh, And on a Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father, God, Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, (coughs) peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Morris Science Temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all It may harm his brother or sister, because the law is love. Act four, all members must preserve these holy and divine laws and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Moorish American, you are a part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. Act five, this organization of the Moorish Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey Hereby, act six, with us all members must proclaim their nationality and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, Black people or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now. And all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why, a Allah the great God of the universe ordained, Noble drew Ali the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7: All members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and a partial of all uplifting acts of the Morris Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Morris Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must look after the duties of your household. Sorry, (laughs) wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become a part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah, Noble Drew Ali founder, Moorish American prayer, Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my guide, and my salvation, by night and by day, through his holy prophet, Drew Ali. Amen. The Morris Science Temple of America, Home Office of Noble Drew Ali, Home Office, Chicago, Illinois, U.S.A. Islam, Morris. Islam. Islam. Islam, uh, Brother Bay, would you please read our writs?
2: Islam, Grand Sheikh, I rise and give all honors to our great God, Allah. Rise and give honors to our Prophet, Noble Ali. Rise and give honors to the forerunner, Marcus, Messiah, Garvey, the harbinger. Rise and give honors to all Muslims, all ills and bays on the call and on the planet. To be proclaimed in every meeting, Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful mores among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There's, divine, there's a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now, since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Ajax must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, They are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds. The ones that pay divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moors movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world will not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being head. It has been proven by my words, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, noble Juali prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work, in their homes, and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your card to Europeans that cause the confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom and when these principles are violated justice must then take its course any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the moors movement will receive the <laughs> reports from my life for their unjust deeds all true moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. if they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button cease wearing their turban and fez and return to the state where I, the prophet, fountain. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet, Noble Drew Ali, and the prophet is not right. The temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the will of Allah to redeem his people, from their sinful ways. Peace. Noble Juwali. To the members of the Morris Science Temple of America. Islam. This is instruction from your prophet. Noble Juwali. Be faithful unto your forefather divine. And national creed. That you will be blessed for your good deeds. That you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world. And the judgment is on now. But the weak can comprehend it not. In the end of times is drawing near, so says Allah to His divine prophet, I, Noble Juali. And that is why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see. Ears to hear, but cannot hear. Lest they will be confounded of their sins. <clears throat> These are the trying hours now, dear Moors. And every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation. That has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your prophet. Act, watch your enemies, dear Morris. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule them to the very lowest. And the ones that speak against your divine and natural principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, Noble Juali. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy holiday, Masters. Islamism and gratitude. Uh, Sister Lashay L, would
0: you please read our additional laws? It's time. Arise and give all praise
3: to the great father, God, Allah. Honest to the prophet, Noble Jew Honest to Marcus Messiah Garvey, the forerunner of the prophet. Honest to all Muslims on the call and all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for Americans by the prophet, Noble Jew Act one, grand sheiks and governors and heads of all temple, all business. He said temple must be approved by the prophet, Noble before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction ETC by the Prophet or the grand chief. Act two, all members are to attend their depth meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on the meeting period, shall be fined fifty cents. On the first case, and on the second, he will be fined one dollar, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the Morse uplifting funds, because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three: It is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom and justice as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school and the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out of your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, With us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, color folks, Black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now, must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Noble Drew Ali, the Prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and a parcel of all uplifting acts of the Morris Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Morris Science Temple. Then you're entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and mind pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Ali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah, Islam. Happy Holy Day, Muslims.
1: Islam, sister, and gratitude. Uh, for the caller who, who just called in, um, it says iPhone 11 Pro Max. Would you please state your name and location?
0: Hey, how you doing, brother? I'm from Orlando, Florida.
1: All right, Islam, brother. What, what's your name, brother? Uh, Sean. Okay, Sean. Um, Please, in the chat, just um type your name and location again, and also share your email with us, email and
2: phone number. Okay. Gratitude. Islam, grand sheik I work with, brother.
1: Okay, okay. Okay gratitude uh, uh were you, were you on our call I uh, think last week. Uh yes. Yeah. Okay yeah, okay so you, we got you already. All right. You don't you don't have to uh share anything. Thanks. All right, Islam. Uh brother Seymour Bay, would you please read our divine warning?
4: Islam grand sheik. First our rising of praise to the most high, father of the universe, the great God Allah. I give honors to his holy prophet, Noble Jura for bringing us our divine creed and nationality. I give honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our brother Marcus Garvey for paving the way. Also want to give honors to all the members of the Morris Science Temple of America and all you Muslims on the call. Happy holiday, happy holy day, I'm sorry. And divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, or all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to that state of mind to their forefathers' divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, And it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens, that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations." You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know law, in the city hall, and among the officials in your government, and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they're glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is the free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce, belong to the citizens alone and without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I'm hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the Constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government I'm depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asked for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and the South in unity, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774, declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue, for my people to use to redeem that which was lost. And that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people. And this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet do herein and believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws. And through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with a divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically ETC in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action. And that these have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they have fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the South and I have examined the conditions there. And it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the Prophet, Islam. Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Muslims.
1: Islam, brother. Gratitude and happy Holy Day, Muslims. All right, today we will be in chapter 36 of the Holy Quran of the Morris Science Temple of America. That's holy instructions from the Prophet. Know thyself. Um, When we're looking at chapters 36 through 49, we're speaking about the self, the true self, the higher self. Okay. So we were just going over previously over the previous weeks, going over the chapters on our social duties, on um, how we conduct ourselves within our communities. Now we're speaking about the higher
0: self over these next three chapters. And, Okay, Islam. Okay, Islam, more. Thanks for your patience. So, um,
1: just that phrase, know thyself, that's right in the front of our Quran, right? As soon as you open it up, like page three, it says, know thyself, and thy Father God Allah. This is an ancient phrase. That in, for the most part, you see it attribute to the, attributed to the ancient Greeks. But for those of us in the know, we know that it goes back way further than that, right? So you just, if even if you just look up, know thyself. Even if you type ancient Kemet, it's still going to be attributed to the ancient Greeks and and to Socrates. They'll say he's the first one to to utter that phrase. And they always attribute it to ancient Greece. But those of us who know, we know that it goes back even further than that. Um, As it says here on this um, article on News 24, it says, know thyself is an ancient Egyptian precept from the temple of Luxor. So it's literally carved in stone In the temples in Egypt. And then it was appropriated by a number of uh, Greek writers, like Socrates, for example. But they were influenced by the Egyptian civilization. Some of them were initiated into the ancient mystery school in Egypt. Okay. And then later on, this is why it was adopted by Plato, and that's who's given credit for it, and and Socrates and, and others. Okay. but this is an ancient, an ancient phrase that's reminding you right away to know yourself. So it's speaking about knowing your true self.
0: The true self is what? The higher self. All right. So when it's speaking about the the true self, it's
1: speaking about Allah within each one of us because Allah planted
0: his seed in us. All right. And, um, Let's go ahead and go into the Quran. Right, sorry. uh, I believe that's on page 44. Okay. And um,
1: then just once again, though, this is literally... You know, this is an ancient phrase, right? Um, Even this has been transcribed from hieroglyphics, saying the body is the temple of the gods within you. Therefore, it is said, man, know thyself. Okay. Another Egyptian proverb. Know the world in yourself. Never look for yourself in the world, for this would be to project your illusion. So it's it's a reminder that was literally carved in stone that was written in the hieroglyphics, written on the papyrus to always keep that in mind. Know yourself, the true you. And we're we're not speaking about the body. We're speaking about
0: Allah within the spirit, spirit man. Okay. And as we um, go into this chapter, all right. Want to always keep in mind that
1: um, this is why this is in the front of the Quran. And then in chapter 36, going towards the back, it's just a key reminder. We must always be aware of our true nature. Okay. Um, The messages that we're getting throughout the Quran, about subduing our lower self, our carnal nature, that's dealing specifically with the body, which is actually addressed here in this chapter when it speaks about us and causes, oh, child of the dust, right? That's the body, but that's not who we are. There's something else inside of us, right? And the prophet let us know that the keys of civilization was and it still is in the hands of the Asiatic nations. But in order for us to be able to rule and to live up to our potential, we have to know thyself. And it's not just a phrase that people can say, like nowadays people call themselves woke. You know? It's not about just having some information or knowledge. It's about true, truly understanding the higher self within You know, the still small voice that we hear and being able to subdue the the carnal nature, the lower self. All right. And in this state now with the keys of civilization in our hands, now we can rule because the key of civilization actually is in our hands, even though we don't realize it. It was and it is. And in some ways we're being used since we don't realize we don't truly know who we are we're being used to spread destruction we're being used to encourage drug use to encourage infidelity to encourage everything that harms to the point where we're a detriment to ourselves and then also to the rest of the world all right and the world follows us even in our lower state because we have the keys to civilization okay so this is extremely important this This is a key that can't be left out, all right? And this is why Allah divinely prepared a prophet to get us back on the course, to get us back in alignment with Allah. And then if we truly know thyself, then we know that Allah is in man, spirit man. And we know that we must work to to bring this out in each and every one of us so that we can reach deific life. So we have to um raise our thoughts to divine wisdom. All right, and um just going in here to verse one weak and ignorant as thou art. Okay, and remember we're we're speaking about man, weak and ignorant as thou art, weak meaning lacking in bodily strength, health, and vigor, um, as in. From age or sickness, or even lacking in mental power, intelligence, or judgment, lacking firmness or character. So weak and ignorant as thou art. And then ignorant, this is, you know, speaking on the other end, lacking education, knowledge, or awareness about something in particular, unaware. So weak and ignorant as thou art, O oh man. Humble as thou oughtest to be, O oh child of the dust. And, um, you know, where it says, Oh child of the dust, we're just speaking about the earth, right? Reminding us where the flesh actually came from and also where it's gonna return, right? So, you know, weak and ignorant as thou art, oh man, humble as thou oughtest to be, O oh child of the dust, wouldest thou raise thy thoughts to infinite
0: wisdom? And and what what is infinite wisdom? It's spiritual wisdom, spiritual consciousness, spiritual
1: awareness, and it's actually limitless. It's limitless, right? Has anybody ever seen that movie, seen the movie Limitless? Where the guy, he he takes a pill and now he has his his brain, like he has the capacity to use his whole entire brain. On that note, I'm going
2: to pause. Islam, Brother Kobe, I yield the floor to you. Islam, I get the highest praise, the great God, Allah, and our Prophet, Noble Jew I just wanted to come back on on that. Uh, When you do uh, look at that, it's infinite and it's, you know, uh, finite. And, you know, the stuff that will pass, and we got to understand, when it comes to us as Morris as Americans, we gotta get back in tune and alignment on the aspect of what is infinite and what is finite. Islam, are you on the floor?
0: All right, Islam, brother, gratitude. Islam. So, um, okay, so infinite wisdom
1: is not of the physical realm. All right, it's it's a spiritual consciousness. Right, so we have wisdom that you gain, um, we gain through our experience, right? Knowledge that we learn, wisdom that we gain from experience, just human wisdom, okay? And that can be used for good or evil, but infinite wisdom is spiritual and that's the will of Allah made manifest. Okay, so this is why it's saying we, you know, we're, we're supposed to raise our thoughts. That's the command that we all have eventually to do, to raise our thoughts to infinite wisdom. All right, that's the will of Allah made manifest that breeds justice, uh, mercy, love, and right. Okay, so you don't necessarily, and then this is the thing. Also, we always have access to this. We, we have to raise our vibration, raise our thoughts up. That's why we have the 12-step ladder, the invisible tools that we use to work on subduing our lower self, so that we can begin to access the higher functions that we have, the higher faculties, okay? And then once again, um, you know, spiritual wisdom, it's not the same as, you know, wisdom that you get from life experiences, Right. If you you don't know the right way to go and you're limited to your human intellect, you know, you can make all types of mistakes. But if we're able to tap within to our higher self,
0: you always know the right way to go. You can be led to the right way. All right. Because it's not based off of our
1: experiences, it's infinite. It has infinite capacity. All right, so even things that you don't think you're capable of doing or knowing, it knows. Okay, so when we're being guided to to raise our thoughts to infinite wisdom, this is for our own benefit. It's not just supposed to boast, you know, it's not just out there to be a chore for us to make things harder. Okay, and um, that's also also why. I advise all mores do the exercises to open your third eye. But um, going back to this, wouldst thou see omnipotence displayed before thee? So we're speaking again on infinite wisdom. If if we were to raise our thoughts to infinite wisdom, we would see omnipotence. That's um, having unlimited or universal power unlimited or universal power, authority or force, all powerful. Okay? So if we were to tap into this to raise our thoughts to infinite wisdom, wouldest thou see omnipotence displayed before thee? All right? And if we if we remain um just in our weak and ignorant state, we can't really truly recognize the glory of Allah. So we're being guided here to raise our thoughts to infinite wisdom so that you can truly perceive Allah and the greatness and um that's the thing we're always connected to Allah spirit man is you know in us in that spirit man in you is Allah in you so we can always tap into this But we just have to do a little bit of work. And there was an old saying, um, I believe it's from the Bible, but um, I know in church they used to say, you take one step towards God, he takes two steps towards you. So we always have that capacity to tap in. All right. And so this is just being put out there before us, you know, wouldest thou raise thy thoughts to infinite wisdom? Wouldest thou see omnipotence displayed before thee? Contemplate thine frame. Right, and then contemplate, that's to observe or study thoroughly. Right, so telling you to ponder on that, take deep consideration, you know, into your physical body, your frame, and all the things that encompass it, you know, study your body, you know, see how how it works, how perfectly it actually works, and then contemplate on it. Who else could have created it but the creator? And then even the ability for you to ponder on that, all the creation doesn't think like on that level, right? So, um, moving on, fearfully and wonderfully art thou made. Praise therefore thy creator with awe, and rejoice before him with reverence. Okay, and when it's saying fearfully. That really means like extreme in size, intensity, right? Full of awe or reverence. That's what that's meaning when it's saying fearfully and wonderfully art thou made, right? Because wonderfully we know that's that's great, that's marvelous, right? But fearfully, you know, it's being used in this way to isp- explain something that's intense, that's you know, that's kind of un um, difficult to explain. Right, and uh, wherefore of all creatures art thou only erect, but that thou shouldest behold his works, all right? It's like what other purpose you know is there for us to be the only ones that that stand upright? We're the only ones. Wherefore art thou to behold, but that thou mayest admire them? Wherefore to admire, but that thou mayest adore their and thy creator?
0: Okay. Um, Wherefore is
1: consciousness reposed on thee alone? And whence is it derived to thee? Right? So that's, you know, who, who else... You know there's no one else in creation as far as we know as far as on this planet you know that has this awareness of their own their own existence, this state of being, right this spiritual awareness of a Allah in man, and then to be able to to think about this and understand it has been bestowed upon us like a favor has been bestowed upon us, okay. And this is just a reminder, because, you know, sometimes we can get caught up in life and not really think about these things. It is not in flesh to think. It is not in bones to reason. Okay, and, um, you know, on just on that line, like, it's not in the flesh to think. You know, the common response would be, well, that's what the brain is for. Right? You had the brain. The brain, um I believe, has like sixty eight trillion or billion either sixty eight trillion or sixty eight billion still humongous numbers, but that many neurons in it, right It's similar to the universe all right It has this many neurons it's it's amazing, it's incredible to um just to um imagine, but at the same time. Thoughts don't truly originate in the brain. Um, I remember uh reading a book. There's this this guy, he's a PhD. He's a he was a cellular or molecular um scientist. His name's uh, Bruce Lipton, and he he um he was going over like all of these um experiences from people who were in surgery. There was somebody who was uh, in surgery, and they're like describing everything that the doctors were doing to their body while they were under anesthesia and they even know that somebody one of the doctors had messed up they almost died right and so the whole time they they were looking at everything from above and they're describing things that are going on in the surgery room and even in the next room and like there's no real way for them to be able to have witnessed those things, and especially they heard the conversations the doctors are having while they were out cold, okay, even when they had to be revived, okay, and um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because <clears throat> you know this person's thinking, they're witnessing things, they're seeing things, but they're seeing it from above, like they're not even in their body okay so if if something like this can occur, that means that thoughts don't even truly originate in the body. This is why it says it is not in the flesh to think. It's not in bones to reason. So just because you have a body, like say you clone someone, you create some, you know, human mass, you put all the cells and all that stuff together, bones and muscle tissue and skin and hair and all this stuff. Okay. What you basically have is a a meat body, a robot. It's not necessarily going to be thinking and um, capable of doing what we're capable of doing because thoughts don't necessarily originate in the body. It's not necessarily in the flesh
0: to think. All right? Um, the lion knoweth not that worms shall eat him,
1: right? So he's not even thinking on that level that one day my body is going to die and it's going to be consumed by the worms. He's not thinking about that. It's only us. The ox perceive, if not, that he's fed for slaughter, right? So the ox, that's the cow, right? They, they, they're not even aware. Maybe when they get closer to that slaughterhouse, though. But when they're out there grazing the field, they're not even thinking about it, Okay. Something is added to thee, unlike to what thou seest. Something informs the clay, you know, speaking again about the flesh, just reminding you, keeps reminding you, clay, that your physical body is composed of the earth, and that physical body is going to go right back to the earth. Doesn't matter what kind of clothes you put on it, doesn't matter what you do, it's composed of the earth and it's going back to it, right? So something makes us different something informs the clay right it's literally telling you something informs the clay something that is not of the flesh is informing it and when it says inform that's meaning to animate or inspire to give information supply knowledge or enlightenment right so something animates or inspires the body to move or to take action something that's not physical all right, higher than all is the object of thy senses. Behold, what is it? Okay, and you know, discern—that's what behold means to um, to recognize. What what is it? What is it? You know that makes make us makes us different.
0: Um, the body remains perfect after it is fled
1: therefore it is no part of it it is immaterial right it ha- it has no material body it's bodiless and it's not subject to time in relation to the flesh so it's eternal and it's free it is free to act therefore it is accountable for its actions all right and just bringing that you know it's responsible I'm not saying that it's not responsible, right? It's accountable for his actions, but it is free to act. All right? And that's something that also separates us from the angelic beings because their will isn't strong enough to go off on their own, do their own thing, do harm, just as we can do good. Right? We're free to act. And this is also something that separates us from everything. Knoweth, knoweth the ass the use of food because his teeth mow down the her- herbage, right? Speaking about the, um, the donkey, right? They, they don't even really understand the use of food. Just, just because they eat doesn't mean that they know this food is, you know, being converted into um, energy within the body and broken down in the blood. They, they don't know all of that.
0: Right. I mean, is it conscious of that or is it just following its instincts? All right. That's also in chapter 38, verse four, where it says,
1: nor be like the horse, nor be to um, nor nor be thou like to the horse and the mule in whom there is no understanding. Right. So not knocking any other creations, just saying there's a difference. Okay, and then going on, um, or standeth the crocodile erect, although his backbone is as straight as thine, right? So his backbone straight, our backbone straight. How come he doesn't stand up like we do? Speaking about the crocodile, how come we're the only ones? All right, even the, the apes, you know, some of them, they, they can't really stand up straight and walk. You know, they're almost on all fours. They're using their knuckles. I remember there was a bear, too, that they showed, like, on the news because it was weird. It was an anomaly anomaly because it was walking straight, right? Because why? For the most part, they can stand up straight, but for the most part, they walk on all fours. There was one bear going around. People had him on tape. So it's only us. Allah formed thee as he formed these right, speaking about the creation, all the other animals and creatures, after them all wert thou created, right, we were formed last, superiority and command, that's lordship and mastery, okay, um, superiority and command were given thee
0: over all, and that's again speaking about us being vice regents, Okay, Allah created man to be his vice regents on earth. Um, So we
1: have lordship and mastery over creation, right? We were created after them and then given superiority and command. Superiority and command were given thee over all. And of his own breath, did he communicate to thee the principle of knowledge?
0: The principle of knowledge, that's the fundamental law. So Allah um,
1: embedded us with the fundamental law, right? The principle of knowledge. So within us, whether we realize it or not, the the knowledge, all right, of, you know, uh, knowledge of self, becoming aware of these virtues that we have, and 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 being able to to move in that direction, where we can subdue our lower self and unveil Allah within man, right? So He gave that to us. So it's it's embedded within us. We just have to activate it. And and as I was saying before, you take one step towards Allah, it takes two steps towards you. So we just have to start to move in that direction right be aware of it and and start to um take action all right so um moving on know thyself and the pride of his creation the line uniting divinity and matter behold a part of Allah within thee remember thine own dignity nor dare descend to evil or to meanness. So let me pause right there. The pride of his creation, right? If we look in the Quran, um, is
0: revealed to the prophet Muhammad. It says the same thing. Uh, Islam, Morris, hang on.
1: Okay, so if we look at Surah 17, Ayat 70, it says... And we have certainly honored the children of Adam and carried them on the land and sea and provided for them of the good things and preferred them over much of what we have created with definite preference, okay? Preferred them over much of what we have created with definite preference, all right? So that's that's pretty clear. Created us and gave us preference, um also um in surah 15 or yeah surah 15 ayat 28 recall when your lord said to the angels i will indeed bring into being a human being out of dry ringing clay wrought from black mud when i have completed shaping him and have breathed into him of my spirit then fall you down before him in prostration so the angels all of them fell down in prostration okay
0: and so um once again letting it be known you know created
1: created us you know the physical part of us out of the earth breathed into him his spirit and even the angels, we have um, we have dominion over. Even the angels fell down in prostration, right? So something special about this creation that Allah planted His seed in, uh, and Allah's within everything. But okay, we have free will, the ability to do good or bad, good or evil, right? And everything doesn't have that. Also, um, in Surah 95.4, we have certainly created man in the best of stature. Then we return him to the lowest of the low. Okay, so just just reiterating on that once again, um, we were created and given preference. Okay? And this should motivate us to um, to actually move in this direction now, right? Knowing thyself, unveiling Allah within us, right? So just once again, know thyself and the pride of his creation, right? So if we know the, the higher self, right? Allah in man, now we're beginning to understand why we're the pride of his creation. The line uniting divinity and matter, all right? Re- remember man is um, truth and falsehood, falsehood strangely mixed why is it truth and falsehood strangely mixed because that which is unseen the spirit realm is that which is real okay and that which we see the physical matter is falsehood because it's it's finite it has a beginning and an end all right um behold a part of Allah himself within thee. Remember thine own dignity, nor de- dare descend to evil or meanness. So now with this knowledge, right, we can't go low. We can't. That's also the, you know, burden that comes along with knowing thyself. You can't go low. We have to do the work to, to, um, to raise our thoughts to infinite wisdom all at all times, not just when it's convenient.
0: okay, and um, who planted terror in the tail of the serpent, who clothed
1: the neck of the horse with thunder, even he who hath instructed thee to crush the one under thy feet and to tame the other to thy purpose, Islam. Um, On that note, though, I want to go ahead and open up the floor to questions or to any comments that anyone might have. All right, that's that's the end of chapter 36. Um, if anybody has any questions or any any insight you would like to share, feel free to speak up.
2: Islam Grand Sheikh. Uh I had a few highlighted uh, a couple of years ago on, on this chapter. Uh one that really stood out is uh on chapter five and note in uh note five. Uh it is not in the flesh to think and it is not in the bone of reason. Now, as us as more Moorish Americans, we should really look at that sentence. What do we do as far as if you look at your car, you're not black, negro, color, or, or African American? Do... As a Moorish American, do you do that or do you not do that? Islam, and my thing is, if the prophet is saying that, it is not in the flesh to think, and it's not in the bones to reason. That is like, uh, to me, like one of the 12 steps as far as you got to kind of look into yourself and see that Islam. Islam, brother.
0: Islam, gratitude. Did you want to expound on that a little bit more?
1: What you were saying about the nationality card?
2: Oh, Islam, not the not card. It just the fact of being a Moorish American and knowing that who you are and, and the prophet saying that. And as far as what we know, we look out as far as saying savage and the way that we know our people are not living the way that is Moorish. If you look at that and really kind of pay attention to that, and exclude that, because if the prophet says it's not in your flesh to think, and you exclude that, so okay, it's not in my flesh to think, and it's not in my bones to reason. Most of us have that, and we and we don't even know it because it's just what well, we're programmed. Islam. That's that's all I was saying on that that aspect.
1: Islam, brother, I agree, and that's, that's why we were reduced to, um, to the level of the beast, right? That's why the, the whole Negro, um, I guess you could say, category was created for us, right, to keep us out of that line, you know, this, like it says in this Negro beast or in the image of God book, to keep us out of that line, direct line of kinship with God. Right. How, how could we know that we even have that direct line if we don't even know who we are, <laughs> you know, and our connection. And so, um, you know, work was put into actually creating this, defining it. And now let's 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 get them to go along with this and, and remove whatever connection they have, you know, for example, with the elders who could teach them who they are you know, breaking up the families and things of that nature to help make this happen. So after you do that to one or two generations, that third generation who's gone through slavery and, you know, the breaking up of the families, and they have this label of Negro on them, they don't know that they're anything else. So now they have to start all the way from square one. And so all of that work that was done into creating this Negro, it wasn't done you know, just for fun. It, it wasn't people just making books and, and writing laws and things of this nature just for themselves to show how racist they were. No, this was done by design to actually get us to the point where, like you said t- uh, um, earlier, the point that even that we're still at today, where people are proudly calling themselves savage, they think it's cool. They don't see anything wrong with it. Right. And it's, Um, If we're the only ones, not moors are the only ones, but if humans are the only ones that, um, as we're reading in this chapter, who can contemplate, you know, who who can understand their connection to the creator, who can subdue the lower self, right? If they're the only ones that do that, but you created something that's out of that line, you know, and we're going along with it that cuts us off too. It literally cuts us off where we can't even realize our full potential because we're walking around with the beast mindset because we embodied it. We took it on wholeheartedly. And some people even proud, proud to be an N word, you know, and see nothing wrong with it. And, um, you know, it's serious. It's a lot of work, you know, people are going to have to do, but, um, you know, it's, it's no joke. And, and, um, yeah, I'm glad you said that though, brother, gratitude. Uh, Does anybody else have any, um, questions or anything they would like to share? Islam, sister.
5: Islam, first and foremost, I like to rise and give perfect praise to our Father God, Allah, honors to his prophet, Noble Juali, and honors to all of Allah's prophets, honors to everybody on the call this evening, Happy Holy Day, Muslims. I just want to add a little bit um, to the measure because me being a healer, a licensed massage therapist, I had to learn about the functions of the body, right? And it just like resonated with me where the flesh don't think and the bones don't reason is because they have specific functions of their own in the body that's exclusive to these specific body parts, Islam. And, you know, it's up to us to learn our anatomy, learn our nature, learn our characteristics so that we can learn our purpose because that will lead us to our assignments here on the earth plane and how we do that like the prophet told us to study self and studying yourself you know it takes a lifetime because we change right we're not the same person that we was 10 years ago and definitely not 10 years before that you know a lot of us were were little kids and babies and we have grown so much physically mentally and so we have to kind of go backwards when we're starting to study ourselves to remember you know those past memories and what made us the way we are today because it all comes from what we've been through and that's where that knowledge and wisdom comes in because whatever we have come through is what molded us to be who we are today and where we are today islam And so, when we study self, we have to study self in totality—our past selves, our present selves, and even our future selves. Because we live in cycle ages, right? So we do know by being here and by paying attention, pretty much how we age, and you know how our bodies can change, but. There are special things here for us to find that kind of helps us to age gracefully, you know, and take different measures so that we're not on the same path as those who may not know or may not study self, right? So we have to learn to pray and meditate so that we can listen, so that we can access those secret, those hidden gems that lies dormant within us and lastly we definitely have to walk in faith and in love so that we can do this in peace islam I yield the floor.
1: islam and gratitude sister um islam so yeah this uh, for the most part this is challenging us to um to at least question like what our true nature is Right, the real power that we can't see that's behind all of the um physical manifestations that we see in our senses, how our body really works, what's really power in that? Right? It says Allah whispers into us, Allah breathes in us. Okay, so remember that too, that that phrase, right? The principle of knowledge. And of his own breath did he communicate to thee the principle of knowledge. Okay, so this was bestowed upon us and this is also something that distinguishes us from everything else, all right? And it's, um, this is, you know, the key, right? To, to at least um, questioning or moving towards n- true knowledge of self, knowing thyself, right? And understanding that Allah and man are one, all right? And this is... Um, Something that we as Moors must always keep in mind. On that note, I yield the floor. Um, If anyone has any questions in general, um, even if it's not related to this chapter, feel free to speak.
2: Islam long grand sheet, grand sheet is I I do love this bill. And I just wanted to add in the camelback on what it all ties in on a key, uh, the key 10. Know thyself and the pride of the creation, the line uniting divinity and matter. Behold, a part of Allah, himself within thee. Remember thine own dignity nor dare descend to evil or to meanness. That's that's us. That's our creed. That's, you know, that's what we go about and in the bill it all you know it all keys this whole chapter islam are you the floor
1: islam brother gratitude
0: all right um does anybody else have anything they would like to share or any questions Okay. If there's no questions, I want to announce without further ado, we're going into the closing of the meeting. All right. um, I do just want to remind everyone, though, make sure you go to
1: MoorishAmericans.com, and you can make a free profile on there. It's not the same as joining the temple, though. That's just our website, Moorish. Hang on, I'll share it in the chat, Moorish americans.com so there's marsh americans with the s okay and um you can make a free profile on
0: there all right and on that note okay that's in the chat
1: okay um all meetings are to be open and closed promptly According to the Circle 7, in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, we ask that everyone please rise and face the East with us for the closing prayer. You do not need to repeat after me. We stand with our heels together, feet at a 45-degree angle, holding up two fingers on the right and five on the left. Allah. Allah. Bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed, and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam, Morris. Happy holy day. Islam, happy holy
0: day. Peace and Islam. love. Happy, happy holy day, Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love, Islam.